You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rock Auto, every part your car will ever need. Today's episode is also brought to you by the NFL Draft. No, just they're not an actual sponsor. I don't think I can say that legally. So right now they're not an actual sponsor. But we are talking NFL Draft today. Don't worry about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about Tyson Campbell. He's mocking in the first round for a lot of school or a lot of uh, uh, teams right now coming out of Georgia. Also, we're going to give you a comp for Monty Rice, what he looks like. We're going to talk about some mid-rounders. we got a lot of mid-rounders with some high hopes, high expectations. I'll talk why mid-round is where a team goes to live and die. An NFL team, back when I watched it, back when it was there, I don't know, maybe football has changed in three, four years or whatever it is since I've stopped watching the NFL, but I'll tell you what, the players that I keep seeing pop up time and time again, all the talk right now is about quarterbacks and who's going to go one, two, three, four, five. I, Falcon fan, I know, you, I know you're looking at four. I know you're looking at Justin Fields. Apparently he's going to be there. What's going to happen? Uh, I, just, I just upset so many people driving in their car right now. Why talk about four and Justin Fields and Matt Ryan and Pitts? I just watching Falcon Twitter implode is one of my joys in life. Um, but if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I am Clint. Normally, Daniel is with me. Daniel is my counterpart right now. Uh, Justin's five star revoke review has still got him all up in his feels. He needs a little bit more time to cool his jits. He is not here. That's not what actually happened, but he's not here. Uh, normally, he would tell you uh, right after I get done telling you about communication with us, and I'd get done telling you about how we're fans. We're not gurus or insiders, meaning I don't have the cell phone for any single child on a college campus, and I never will. That's a good thing. Uh, all, all of us said yes uh, to that. But we are fans. We talk like you do at a tailgate around the water cooler with your friends at your house. When you invite them over for a game, shame on you. That's your mistake. Never invite somebody over to a game. Just watch it by yourself. I don't invite anybody to watch a game with me because I wouldn't have any friends anymore because they would think I'm a crazy person. Um, Daniel would tell you that the best way to contact us is download the podcast wherever you download podcasts from. Follow us on that. Get the streaming device of your choice. Subscribe to it, uh, meaning follow us. It, it's not a it's not a paid subscription. It's for free. We're just giving you this podcast, y'all. Uh, but as you're there, download and then give us a five star review. Put on the five stars. These guys rock or are awesome or fans for sure. Whatever you want, five star reviews is all we take. Uh, go ahead and do that. It helps us out. It helps you out. It helps the people get the product out there better. And then interact with us on Dogs Podcast at Twitter. That's our Twitter handle, Dogs Podcast, spelled the right way, Dogs. Uh, and we'd love to interact with you with DMs, suggestions for this or that or segments of the show as Justin has and as Gurf does and as M-Dubs does as well. Constantly, we love getting sources of information for from you, so please go ahead and do that. Hey, today we're going to be talking about the draft and what that looks like for a few UGA players. In particular, we're going to start with one Tyson Campbell. Right now, Tyson Campbell is being mocked ahead of Eric Stokes and in the first round. Now, you might be asking yourself why that is. How in the world can you do that? The kid only had like half an interception, not even like a like a statistical anomaly interception, his whole entire UGA. Um, how is he getting mocked up there? He's getting mocked up there because of this. If you go back and look at Tyson Campbell's tape, if you go back and remember his time, remember, dog fan, I I know there, there was a lot of guys on that defense the last three years, a lot of good players on the defense the last three years, 
But if you remember Tyson Campbell coming in as a freshman, he played as a freshman, true freshman, in Kirby Smart's defense. First and foremost, that says a lot right there. Okay? You're able to play on the field for Kirby Smart's defense. Uh, that tells me all I need to know about your abilities right there. Okay? Secondly, Tyson Campbell has ideal length, his arm, his wingspan, the measurables, it's all there. That's check. So check one, he played early and often. Check two, he has the ideal physical measurables. Ideal three, he's got the speed performance and the cone and the 40, all of that. He he checks all those boxes. And four, can you remember the last time that Tyson Campbell blew a coverage? Now, he got beat a couple times. I get that. I understand. But he wasn't outmanned. He wasn't outleveraged. He wasn't outperformed on the football team. There's just some balls, y'all. I, ask any coach. You can have the perfect defense. And if the perfect ball is thrown against the perfect defense, you know what happens? They catch it because the perfect ball wins nine out of ten times. The other tenth goes, you know, out of bounds somewhere. It gets tipped up or something like that. Something funky happens. The receiver drops it. Tyson Campbell is a complete player in the defensive backfield at cornerback. And he should be taken in the first round. Like, y'all, this shouldn't shock us. He should be taken in the first round. He's got everything. I remember uh, the number of players coming out of an Illinois or a Notre Dame or a Syracuse at the cornerback position that were just just speculatively off of height speed combo right Tyson Campbell has that plus he played in the SEC against the best offenses we've seen of course he's going he should go in the first round if not steal in the second round Hey, we're going to come back after this and talk over some mid-round draft picks and why a whole slew of them whole slew of mid-round draft picks for UGA, have our attention, and man, there's so many of them. We'll talk about them right after this, but first, uh, help us out. Go over to rockauto.com. Help yourself out, whatever car part you need. That's right, whatever car part you need, whether that's a transmission, just a whole dang thing fell out, okay? You just drive down the road, your whole entire transmission just decided, we done here. I don't want to play no more. If that's the case, or if you need an air freshener, something as simple as that. Or if you need some, some appearance apparel. Whatever it is, go to rockauto.com. Let them know that we sent you by putting locked on in the how did you hear us about a section. And you're going to get reliably low prices. The best car part your car needs for every make, every model, foreign or domestic, right to your door. That's rockauto.com. All right, I promised you some mid-round draft pick comps and some people that we're looking at and why it's so important. And I led the show by letting you know that when I used to watch the NFL, I'm not, like, again, um, gosh, y'all, I, I, I understand I'm getting up there in age. I really do. Uh, I understand I'm no spring chicken anymore. I understand the NFL is not the same. We taken a kid out of North Dakota who's thrown, like, 18 balls in his whole entire career up at four or something crazy, three, something crazy. Like, I know the world is changing. I know the NFL is changing. I know we're talking about... All of that. But at the end of the day, football is still football. Okay? So you can you can try to convince me all day long that it's new, that it's whatever. I keep on seeing all these new flashy coaches getting fired every every day. I keep getting told that Sean McVay can succeed with any quarterback, and he had to give up a King's Ransom to go get Matt Stafford. Like, d- don't tell me one thing and then change it, the narrative, move the goalposts on the next – Football is still football, and I'm going to tell you right now, mid-round draft picks is where a GM goes to live or die, okay? 
you blow uh first round first pick I, I get it. It's it's very noticeable. Everybody sees it. High potential all over the place, and we kind of start freaking out. You miss on that number one pick. It's hard to recover. Okay, I get that on the public eye. But you can miss out on a top one, two, three, four draft pick. But if you draft well in rounds two through five, year after year after year, high Patriots, high Steelers, uh, high Chiefs, like, look at all the teams that are out there. What Did the Rams make the Super Bowl? I, Sean McVay, all-star offensive coordinator. All-world uh, free agent signings. Aaron Darnold. I, just please, please stop murdering people with just a single alleged punch. I swear, Aaron Darnold allegedly punching someone killed somebody else. I, I don't even know how it's possible, but it, it happened. Mid-round draft picks is where it is at. You can make up a lot because there is such high potential with those draft picks at a re- just so low of a risk. They're lotto tickets, right? That's all they are. Draft picks are just lotto tickets. Okay. Now, here's why that's really, really good for a couple of our UGA boys. Monty Rice, Ben Cleveland, Trey Hill, Richard LeCount are all scheduled or all, not scheduled, all mocked to go in between, let's say, late second to sixth round. Okay, there's a couple that think maybe, quite possibly, uh, somebody like Ben Cleveland might sneak his way into the second round, possibly, or a Trey Hill might might sneak his way up board. Somebody really falls in love with him. I don't. I don't think so. I think more than likely three, four, maybe five, six for a guy like Trey Hill, Ben Cleveland. But here's why this is so important. Uh, Monty Rice uh, in that as well, as well as Richard LeCount. Um, Here's why that's really important. Because these guys are going to get a chance to play in the NFL for a while. Why a while? Because when you're a mid-round draft pick, you don't have the label bust all over you. You go ahead and sign that multi-million dollar contract and they have that fifth-year option on you. And all of a sudden, you're scrutinized much, much, much differently. A thousand times differently when they're paying you that. The expectation bar raises. These guys down here are going to be getting closer to league minimum, not league minimum, but closer to league minimum. And they're not going to have that huge, oh no, I have to keep them because we're already uh, pot committed to the kid at this point. That's not what they have. They have a chance to make sustainable, good, good impacts on team. And a guy like Richard LeCount could come in for a couple seasons and find his little niche role in there. At a, at a nickel or a dime package or something like that, playing the box against uh, man up on a running back when when things go shotgun with just a, a hip running back right to the left on the hip of the quarterback. Somebody like that can make his mark in there. Ben Cleveland can go ahead and find his role somewhere on the interior and in offensive line as injuries are just war of attrition and all offensive linemen seem to me to be drafted somewhere in the fifth round for all these Super Bowl winning teams. It's exciting. Trey Hill, go get you some. We love you, Trey Hill. And I cannot wait to see him out on the field. So, yes, dog fans, you have a chance with these mid-round choices. They're not going to be flashy, but I'll tell you what, this is where GMs will be made famous. So if you draft a Ben Cleveland and he goes on to be a David Andrew type pick, or you draft Richard LeCount and he just turns out to be such a football player, it doesn't matter what you clock him at. A GM is all of a sudden set for life, and UGA looks good, and they look good as well. I'm going to give you one last draft comp of Mr. Monty Rice. Because it looks like he is going to be going the highest in this class uh, to somebody that I grew up really, really liking and appreciating. And I have a funny story that I think I remember about him. But first, go over to betonline.ag for all your sports book needs. 
What are your sports book needs? Kentucky Derby, uh, NBA games, MLB games, futures. When September 4th line drops, watch out. Watch out. Bet online going to get a whole lot of traffic when that takes place. BetOnline.ag is your sports book experts. Whatever you need to bet on. Fantasy shows even. Just fantasy shows, y'all. We betting on anything and everything these days. If you go there right now, put in the promo code Locked On. you're going to get 50% bonus right on top of whatever you put down. Your initial deposit. Put $100 down, get $50 on top of. Put $200 in, get $100 on top of. That's BetOnline.ag, your sports book experts. All right, wrapping up the show today by talking to you about one comp for Monty Rice. Now, the knock on Monty Rice is that he might not have the the length and the speed to be an every down backer in the NFL. When I say fooey, you're you don't know what footballing means. Footballing means stopping the other team, and he can do that in droves. Plus, everybody just getting called for PI or offenses doing whatever they want. Aaron Rodgers complains, and you get a flag anyway. So it doesn't matter if you can't drop back in pass coverage. They're going to just call it and give it to the offense anyway, because that's what the NFL is. It's unwatchable because it's so predictable at this point. But let me tell you who I think Monty Rice is like and why it's so important. I'm going to first give you another pick in the mid-round to follow up my point earlier, that mid-round draft picks is where you can go ahead and make your actual namesake and and live off that for years. Uh, Y'all know Michael Strahan, one of the best defensive ends, set the the record for sacks in a season. Uh, Thanks to Brett Favre falling and letting Michael Strahan just sit on him. You know where he got drafted? 45th. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not not 45th. 40th overall. 40th overall out of Texas Southern. He's a pro football Hall of Famer. 40th overall. One of the best defensive ends in history out of Texas Southern. And go ahead and progress his way on up there. I'm going to give you one more mid-round draft pick that I think this guy, if you all remember him from the mid-90s, early 2000s, Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas was like 5'10 and an 8th. I swear they put the 8th in there just so they could feel good about rounding it up to 5'11. Zach Thomas was uh, a kid who came into the Dolphins, played middle linebacker. They did not think twice about ever removing him. He had the neck roll. And, y'all, in the 90s, the neck roll was the thing, and he had two of them, I swear. Zach Thomas comes in, gets drafted number 154 in the 5th round. Can I, can I hit you with some... Some stats. He was an NFL all-decade team for the 2000s. Seven Pro Bowl teams. Seven All-Pro teams. He started 182 of his 184 games, and he amassed over 1,000 tackles in his career. Now, Zach Thomas was, allegedly, he was at a Miami club at one point, and somebody walked up to him and handed him the keys. He was dressed nice, apparently. Handed him the keys of their car, thinking he was the valet, because he's 5'11", and he doesn't look like an all-star, this this you know incredible face of the franchise. But I'll tell you what, Zach Thomas played every single down of every single game, save for two in his career, and led Miami Dolphins. And this team, this was a good Dolphins team, y'all. That was a good Dolphins team, mid-'90s early 2000s, their defense was nasty, uh, and he was part of that, and he did great. Monty Rice, if Monty Rice has a uh, Zach Thomas-type career, could you only believe? And and it was the fifth round. Now, Monty Rice is probably going to go third round, fourth round, and whatever he goes, he's going to be that type player. Again, don't discredit him. Don't discount him. There are some guys that just get in the league and find out a way, and I'm not going to be the intangibles guy. Don't hear me when I say that because you have to have skill, and I refuse to be intangibles guy, but I will say this. 
when you are dedicated to your craft and you are smart and you are heady and you know how to play the game, again, play the game and tackle. Monty Rice, know those, those two things. He's instinctual, which is not intangible. That's I can actually prove that. I can watch film and you could see him flying out knowing what the play is doing, not overreacting, but responding well. Uh, I think he has a chance going the mid-round to warrant starting consideration. If somebody's drafting a middle linebacker, in three, four territory of the rounds, they're looking for somebody to contribute. They're not looking just for a special teamers. They're looking for somebody to contribute, and he has that opportunity. I will have my eye squarely fixed on Monty Rice come day two of the draft. Hey, that does it for Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll be back tomorrow talking all things UGA football and possibly basketball if Daniel sneaks in, and who knows. Find us on whatever listening device you have and follow us, download, give us five-star review, talk to us over on the Twitter machine at Dogs Podcast. We will see you guys later.